0: is mental health medication for the weak or the wise? We're going to look at that question today on Quick Counsel. Welcome to the Quick Counsel podcast, where we will give you a simple and practical understanding of counseling issues and how they might apply to your life. Here's your host, pastoral counselor, Brett Legg. In my counseling office, I see people who are clearly depressed or who are clearly struggling with anxiety. And some of them are struggling to the point that their depression or their anxiety is interfering with their relationships and their work and their enjoyment, their life in general. And yet, when I suggest that they might need to see their physician about the possibility of taking an antidepressant or an anti-anxiety med, many of them push back and to resist the suggestion Now, people have all kinds of reasons for being hesitant or resistant to take mental health medication. They say things like, I just don't like taking any kind of medication. Or, I'm afraid I'll get addicted. Some say, I've known others who took it and they got worse. Some say, I tried it once and it didn't like the side effects. Or, I tried it once and it just didn't help. Some say, taking medications make me feel like a failure. Or what would people think if they knew I was taking it? I just want to handle this myself. These are all things I hear from people in my office, and people of faith tend to be even more resistant to taking those medications. On top of the things I've already mentioned, people of faith tell me things like, I just need to have more faith. I should be trusting God more. Maybe I need to read my Bible more or pray more or go to church more or be with a small group. All of these responses suggest that people are hesitant to take medication for mental health because of four reasons, four general reasons. Here they are. They're afraid taking medication won't work or will make them worse. Two, they're afraid taking medication will mean that they're weak or a failure. Three, they're afraid taking medication will be seen as laziness. And four, they're afraid taking medication will be a lack of faith. So let's take a few minutes and address each one of these reasons. Let's look at the first one. Taking medication won't work or will make me worse. If your physician thinks you could benefit from an antidepressant or an anti-anxiety med, it's not because they're trying to make things worse for you. Just the opposite. They're trying to make things better so that you can function well and take care of the things you need to take care of. Mental health medications aren't meant to make you feel worse. They're meant to make you feel normal. If taking mental health medication doesn't seem to work, or if it seems to make you feel worse, it could be, one, you haven't been on it long enough to adjust to it. Make sure you ask your doctor how long it should take for your body to adjust to the medication, and then stick with that medication for that period of time before you make a judgment about the medication. Maybe it's not the right medication for you. Some medicines work better than others for some people. So you may find that the medicine doesn't work well for you because it's not the right medicine for you. Now certainly, if you have a severe adverse reaction to the medicine prescribed to you, allergic reactions, hallucinations, suicidal thoughts, heart palpitations, etc., 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 then cease the medication and immediately call your doctor. This doesn't mean that you don't need a medication. It means that that particular medication is not the right one for you. And sometimes, it's just not the right dosage. If you're taking a medication that doesn't seem to be working as well as you think it should, it could be that you're not at the right dosage yet. So talk to your physician and see what they think about the dosage you're on. So that was the first reason. The reason taking medication won't work or will make me worse. Let's look at the second reason. Taking medication means I'm weak or a failure. You know, when I turned 40... I was told that I needed to go on medicine to control my cholesterol. And man, I reacted against that. I fought this thinking, hey, I'm not that old. I am not overweight. I'm in good shape. On and on I went, because it just felt like taking that med meant that somehow I was weak or a failure. And people often feel the same way about taking mental health meds. But taking medication does not mean you're weak or a failure. Yes, you need to exercise. You need to eat right. You need to take care of yourself. But all of our bodies are different. All of our family histories are different. All of our experiences are different. Sometimes needing a med is just the way it is. The third reason people resist, taking medication will be viewed as laziness. It is lazy to want to take a pill so you don't have to do any work. You do need to put in work to get better, meds or no meds. But usually, the people who need to take medication for depression or anxiety have already been working hard. They've wanted to take care of it themselves. They've watched videos, they've read posts, they've read books, they've tried to change their behaviors. Some have even seen counselors. The truth is, to refuse to take medication that is needed and necessary is kind of the height of laziness. It's simple to take a medication, and if your depression or anxiety is affecting you, your family, your friendships, your work, etc., etc., and you refuse to take a med that might help, that in itself is lazy. And the fourth reason people resist. They say taking medication is a sign that I lack faith in God. You know, I always find it interesting that we don't apply this same reasoning to any other medication. We take Tylenol for a headache, insulin for diabetes, statins for cholesterol, we take medicine for our high blood pressure, we take a blood thinner for clots, and we don't view any of this as a lack of faith. But taking the medicine for mental health issues is somehow seen differently. Maybe it's because these medicines deal with the brain, but we need to remember that the brain is an organ in the body, just like the heart, the liver, or any other organ. Now, I certainly believe that there are times when our thoughts and our moods are self-induced and can be positively affected by our own self-efforts and spiritual efforts. But there can be times when our brains are just not functioning as we need them to, either due to genetics or ongoing overwhelming circumstances. And it's in these times, whether temporary or ongoing, that we need medical help so that we can get back on track. Now, these are the four general reasons for resisting a mental health medication. But whatever your reason for resisting a needed mental health medication, just know this. Your reason is probably not as objective as you feel it is. So let me give you a final word on whether taking mental health medication is for the weak or the wise. Medication for mental health is like any other medication. When it's needed, the wise thing to do is to take it as your doctor prescribes. If there are other things you can do to make the situation better, then do those things also. And if the situation changes and you want to try to shift away from the meds, then work closely with your physician to see if you can. But despite the stigma that remains around mental health medication, you are not weak if you need such medication. In fact, you're wise for going against the stigma and doing what's best for you. Remember, strength is not found in ignoring what you need to do. Strength is found in doing what you need to do, even if you don't want to. And such is the case, oftentimes, with mental health meds. I hope this episode gave you a clearer perspective on mental health and medication. If you have any further questions, I want to encourage you to talk to your physician or talk to a local counselor. And I hope you'll share this podcast with someone who you think could benefit from it. To find more from me, check out Brettleg.com, That's one T and two G's. Or follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Have a great week and join us again for the next episode of Quick Counsel. Thanks for joining us today for Quick Counsel. This podcast is meant to give you a simple understanding of counseling issues and is in no way intended as a substitute for professional counseling or therapy. If you feel you need further help, please contact a local counselor, therapist, or physician. Thanks for listening, and we hope you will join us for the next episode of Quick Counsel.